A few years ago, while I was flying on a plane coming from Las Vegas, and I was taking notes, as I always do, writing in my notebook, I always had a notebook, I gave the notes I was taking a title, and I titled entitled these notes, Lessons I Learned in Flight. Over the years, I've put together this compilation of my thoughts while, while traveling, specifically while flying, Lessons I Learned in Flight. I learned something about myself, that when I'm flying, not only do I have this internal war going on between faith and fear, and I don't mean a little war. I mean a, an, an all-out battle between faith and fear. I also learned that I am being divinely guided. I don't say that just because I'm still alive, because planes and things, horrible things happen. But... I have to realize that all of my life I have been divinely guided. I think about the the name of my podcast, Perfect Chaos. My life really seems to be perfect chaos. You know, where you're going down this straight road and then all of a sudden, bam! You hit this pothole, you fall off this cliff... You hit this set of circumstances that feel like they're going to take you out of here. Like when my mom died. I was sort of going along on the autopilot of my life, raising my kids, going to work, going to church, doing ministry, doing the things of life. And then her death sort of pulled my feet, my thoughts, my life, my capabilities, my want to live from out from under me. And although this year will be six years, it hasn't gotten any easier. But then perfect chaos also feels like this time of when you're in this storm and feels like it's never going to end one rejection after the other, one insecurity, one thought after the next, one thing after the next, just this never-ending storm and then the sun comes out and you're on this road that is so smooth and you wonder if the door hadn't shut if that thing hadn't happened if they hadn't have rejected me if you hadn't have found yourself as the friend in the friendship you know what I'm talking about I found myself in more friendships where I was the friend. I was the friend. You, you, you called me to see how I was doing and I'm listening to you and I cared more and the cost was higher and I got shut out more times than none. There was a, a chaos, a collision of sorts. Either it was collision and straight or it was straight and collision one way or the other. It was a situation that brought about the most perfect chaos. 
Cicely Tyson said it best in her last book, Just As I Am. She said in chapter 8 of this book, and when I read it, it's so funny because I hear her Miss Jane Pittman voice. She said, I am a firm believer in divine guidance. Above all, I am God's child, cradled in his unfailing arms, guided by his infinite wisdom. Everything that is happening in my life is unfolding exactly as God intended. There are no coincidences. Isn't that the truth? Rather, there is a loving Savior who holds my future as securely as he holds my life. And at every juncture, he is whispering his will, showing me the way. I am being divinely guided. I was on a plane to Chicago last week, and I pulled out my notebook again as I'm writing about these lessons I've learned in flight. And I'm not writing about a new lesson. I'm really appending the foreword because this note never changes, but the title did. And so I'm writing And this is the title. This is what I I scripted. A Light in the Distance. And I said, I always learn so much about myself when I'm on an airplane, specifically about my faith and about my fears. I learn how incredibly sensitive I am to movement, specifically the movement of the airplane. I feel the pressurization of the cabin. I feel the temperature change. I feel the altitude. I feel the hydraulic lift. I feel the depressurization. I feel the temperature. I feel. I clench. I tense and release in rotation constantly throughout the flight, never relaxing. I feel my my, my thighs tighten. I feel my stomach clench. I feel my fists clench. I feel my neck tighten. My whole body is in constant rotation from head to toe, never really at ease. Of all the years I've been flying, I've only slept a handful of times on a plane, and it's been mostly due to medication, not feeling well, or sheer exhaustion. I have never got on a plane and slept out of relaxed anticipation. You know, you see people get on a plane, they fasten their seatbelt, they put the donut behind their head, and before the plane can even back away from the gate, they're asleep. That has never been the case with me. I'm looking out of the window. Of course, I want a window seat. I am watching everything. I'm watching them load the luggage. I am feeling everything. I'm watching the face of every person that sits down. I'm watching the face of every flight attendant. I want to look into the eyes of the pilot and the co-pilot and the, the people that are associated with the care of this plane. I'm watching and seeing it all. My sense of hearing is elevated. It's intensified when I'm flying. Although I'm only using one ear. I hear and sense everything. My nerve nerve endings are on edge. I hear the engines as they roar when 
the first engine, the second engine, the third engine, and the fourth engine all ramp up in unison like a choir beginning to sing together. I hear everything, every change in timing. I feel every climb as the plane begins to ascend from the first 500 feet up to 20,000 feet, 25,000 feet, 30,000 feet. I feel the struggle as the plane leaves the runway and the takeoff and landing gear tucks itself away for the ride. I feel everything. It's even more heightened at night. Because as I said, I titled this message last week, A Light in the Distance. As we're climbing, I can still see the light of the city. And there's something comforting about being able to see the light. For the first time, even though my phone is on airplane mode, I turn on the new feature that allows me to be able to text while in flight. And I text my family that we've just taken off. But I also, for the first time while I'm flying, turn on the flight tracker. And I see that we're going 506 miles per hour and that we've climbed in less than one minute, 10,000 feet. And I refresh the flight tracker. And in less than 30 seconds, we've climbed another 5,000 feet. And it may sound like, why are you torturing yourself? But I'm tracking the flight and I'm tracking what I'm feeling in my body and I'm tracking what I'm thinking in my head and I'm watching the light in the distance. And as I'm looking out the window, as long as I can see the light in the distance, there's a peace. It doesn't matter what I feel in the shaking of the plane. It doesn't matter how the plane is rocking or how it's climbing or how the pressure is, I keep my eye on the light. And what comes to mind during the flight this time are the Beatitudes. I have my Bible in my bag and I pull my bag, my Bible out of the bag. And I begin first to recite the Beatitudes. And somehow I always miss one. And so I'm pulling my Bible out of the bag and I begin to read the Beatitudes. Blessed are those are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And I'm watching the light and I'm feeling my stomach and I'm clenching my thighs and I feel the tension in my neck. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. And the plane clutches and it shakes. The pilot comes on and asks the flight attendants to take their seats. And the plane begins to shake. And it shakes violently. And I refresh the flight tracker. And we are at 40,000 feet. And I look out the window and I don't see the light. And now 
The fear in me is intensified because I can't find the light. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people shall insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And I began to pray, and I began to pray, and I began to look for the light, and I can't find the light out the window. So I have to find the light that's in me, and I remember what Cicely Tyson says. She says, There are no coincidences. Rather, there is a loving Savior who holds my future as securely as he does my life. And at every juncture, he is whispering his will, showing me the way. And I don't have to see something outside of me to know that there is something in me, greater than me, keeping me. And I wrestle with fear, and I wrestle with faith, and I wrestle with flying, and I wrestle with all of the things. But I keep telling myself to trust Him, that no matter what happens, He's still good. And that the struggle It's not really on the outside. It's not really in the shaking of the plane. It's on the shaking that's on the inside. And it really happened before I ever sat down, honestly. It happened before I ever fastened my seatbelt. It happened before I ever got to the airport. It happened before I ever made the reservation. The fight was really between fear and faith before I ever made the reservation. have to realize that no matter what, I'm still being divinely guided. I know you guys are perfect. I know you're going down a road and you never have this struggle. But I'm a product of this perfect chaos. And I'm still being divinely guided. And fighting with rejection and fighting with insecurity and fighting with feeling inadequate and fighting with trying not to look to the left nor to the right and trying to pull down those strongholds and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God in me and trying to do what he told me, the way he told me, how he told me. And learning those lessons in flight and out of flight on this course, this crash course of collision. I'm so glad that he's whispering his will, showing me the way, because I sure do need it.